everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the CEO and co-founder of Laguna Health, uh, Yoni Stein. How are you today? Good, Jared. Thank you. Excited to have you. Uh, look at the, the sweatshirt. You have the logo in the background. I like it. That purple, like it's, what would you call it? Like a purple and like a, is it like a navy as well? A violet purple, or something? Purplish. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, really excited to have you here today. Let's dig right in. Tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, super quickly, engineer by training many years back uh, from Microsoft, uh, B-School, um, uh, early stage uh, uh, operator at a VC-backed startup. Then went public, became an investor at a fund later, spent years doing that. And then saw the light and moved over to healthcare a couple of years back with a close friend of mine from my engineering days back at Microsoft. And tell, tell you know, if, if for some reason our audience hasn't heard of Laguna Health, give us the, the quick overview of the company uh, as it is today. You know, how, how did it start? And, um, you know, definitely tell us where you're at today. Yeah, yeah, thank you, of course. Uh, so, you know, in a one-liner, if you will, Laguna Health is an AI-powered contextual care management solution, um, which, you know, may sound mouthful, but really kind of connecting this to your comment about my background, we started it in, you know, kind of the early days of COVID, which is an interesting moment in time, to say the least, to be uh, starting a business in healthcare, because COVID was pushing more and more people from hospitals or acute settings to the home, which sounds exciting and futuristic, but in reality presented significant challenges to the individual and to anyone whose job it was to provide uh, care at scale. More often than not, perhaps counterintuitively, it falls on the payer's care management function. And now kind of the connectivity might make sense. And these care management functions uh, are stretched thin, have uh, to rely mostly on telephonic modality, namely a telephonic interface to the members, and have quite outdated um, IT infrastructure, if you will, literally decades old uh, for the armies of care managers that they have uh, with pretty um, rigid clinical models, uh, which is a fancy way of saying literally kind of more often than not looking at questionnaires. That is the opportunity we're looking at because the care management function is the main risk management function of an insurance carrier or a health plan, if you will. And what we're looking at specifically in kind of connecting this to hospital to home transitions is that the acute or complex population, that is a population that depends on the specific payer population is driving a third to a half of the total spend for whom those care management services are specifically available and targeted. And we're looking to empower these care managers' productivity, namely to help them engage better, drive better outcomes, obviously leading to uh, cost savings and all of that while increasing efficiency or scale dramatically. And when you and I were talking, you know, uh, uh, so complex care management is a known category, but you and I were chatting before the call and you were talking to me about contextual complex yeah. care management. Can you explain what that is? Of course. Thank you. Uh, and, and so let's maybe take a step back, right? Because care management is the general uh, art and science, if you will, of helping members to manage and navigate care. Complex is certainly kind of a step up in complexity uh, for more acute, uh, more complex, more expensive, if you will, from the health plan standpoint members. 
context refers to what is known as contextual care which is a body of knowledge that has been well-studied, research published in JAMA, Annals, BMJ, that essentially focuses on the member's individual life context and how it influences the clinical outcomes. It's kind of important, right? Because let me uh, um, double-click into that because as, as we think about clinical versus contextual, and specifically in the context of hospital transitions elsewhere, in the hospital, it is a very clinical transaction, if you will. It is a biological transaction. The, uh, the clinical model, the reign supreme, is medicine. And it works well, obviously, thank God. As folks move out of hospitals, their individual life context gets in the way of adherence to those clinical care plans. And what I mean by by contextual factors, I'm talking about social factors, behavioral, financial, emotional, cultural, spiritual, etc. Often these individual factors are not represented or deeply and thoughtfully considered in the care plan that is often quite templated from a disease standpoint, not from an individual standpoint. And so the whole science of contextualizing your care is the science of how do you systematically and scalably with technology, which is what we've built, and that's why I keep talking about AI-powered contextual care management, how do you systematically personalize the care plan to that individual's life context to be able to recognize that context, personalize the plan around that context, and drive ultimately superior outcomes, cost savings, and better efficiency or productivity of care management. And... And why, why is this so important to focus in on? Because this population, the acute population, is bar none the most expensive population that now, again, kind of talking about timing being important in innovation and entrepreneurship, now in the midst of an economic cycle, there's a heightened uh, focus both on cost savings of these type of populations and on efficiency and productivity from care management. And so we're finding this resonating with a customer set, especially now in the kind of stage of the cycle we're at, whereby they're looking for innovative solutions that enable them to do this scalably, which is really where technology and specifically AI, and we're using both natural language processing, NLP, and AI to personalize this at scale becomes interesting for us and them. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about is, you know, with your solution, leveraging artificial intelligence. Um, it's, it's something that you go out to a random person on the street today that has no tech background whatsoever, and they'd probably be able to tell you a few things about AI, thanks to ChatGPT, right, and some of these other platforms. Talk us how you're leveraging it with, with your platform today. Absolutely, absolutely. So for us, certainly at this point, the most important pillar of AI or intelligence is NLP. Pardon the acronyms is natural language processing. And the reason it's critical is because we leverage it heavily to discover, elicit, extract, if you will, um, this gamut of individual life circumstances or context barriers. And, and kind of whenever I speak about that, I, I have to explain that while I mentioned social as a component of the contextual factors, it is one of many. And even in, in SDOH, social determinants of health, 
while there's quite a bit of information at the population health or zip code or kind of large swaths of people level, it becomes way trickier at the individual level. What's exciting for us is as people go through acute transitions, namely as they get hospitalized, get discharged to the home, all they want to speak with you about more often than not is their depression, is their anxiety, is everything in their life that gets in the way of the care. To which we say, by all means, tell us more. And when I say tell us more, I mean across multiple modalities, be telephonic for members who opt for that modality, be chat, which in ChatGPT, uh, chat, SMS, journal, uh, app, you name it, those, or family caregiver app, those are a lot of those. And the natural language processing muscle that we've built is between you and me kind of agnostic to the modality because all of it certainly as it relates to human communication translates to language. And these days, again, talk about chat GPT, large language, language models are becoming more and more available for us to leverage and really kind of flex that AI muscle to extract that contextual insight that enables us to personalize the care. Yoni, what's next for you and the company that you're really excited about. I know you have a couple things and I know you can't tell me all of it, but you know, if you can't tell me all of it, get, get me excited at least. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, no, this, this is a, you know, very exciting moment in time for us. Uh, we spend the first year, year of a life building the, you know, MVP minimal viable product and doing RCTs, randomized clinical trial. They just got accepted into publication, which is a big deal because we invested early on and heavily uh, into this very high uh, uh, threshold of clinical proof. We're very lucky to get to win this UCSF digital health competition uh, that we're super excited about, uh, then get to work with companies like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll share when it's public, but certainly kind of large companies in this space. One of them that is public is Anthem, which is a huge, of course, national health plan. Um, all of that continues to show very strong outcomes. And so for us, this year is a huge uh, tipping point, if you will, uh, in a year of growth and really on doubling down uh, on that motion. Well, I'm excited to continue to learn more and, and uh, we'll have to have you come back on when some of these other announcements happen. Even if it's just a quick, you know, hey, this is what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> would love to hear that. But uh, it really is a pleasure having you on the podcast, sharing your story, telling us more about the company and what you're doing. Um, hopefully we can have you on again in the near future and we can dig into some uh, additional topics. This is really your intro uh, to our network podcast and uh, really appreciate having you on here today. Jared, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. 